Okay, tonight we're gonna review our approach to ministry as there's always you know, new people that are, that are newly with us and, and those of us that have been around, you know, we've been around for a while. We need to be put in remembrance of what we already know. We need to remind ourselves of our biblical ministry priorities. And so um, this will be, you know, every year we, we do the vision update for uh, the financial update in the spring uh, after the budget is passed and then we do the ministry update right before mission focus. And, and so I'm happy to report tonight that there are no changes to our vision, mission, and direction as a local church. Um, so help us God by his grace, we'll be making some statement like that every time we have a vision update. Uh, to break it down very quickly, because we just have a short amount of time tonight, we, Midtown Baptist Temple is a soul-winning, disciple-making, leadership-equipping, sending church, right? We uh, have talked about this extensively. You can check out past vision updates to get more detail. Here's the mission in a nutshell. This is the ministry in a nutshell. God's commissioned us to be fruitful and multiply and to replenish the earth with born again sons and daughters of God that will glorify him. Uh, you know, what was true for Adam physically is true for us spiritually. There's really not been that much of a change in terms of what God wants out of his stewards. And so what we have to do is we have to, you know, God, God gave us an investment. There was a deposit that he placed in our life. We have the gospel of Jesus Christ and we need to turn around and multiply that investment through evangelism and discipleship. And, um, you know, that's, that's how the work of the ministry gets done. Okay, so what does it look like? Uh, we've looked at this in some fashion every year. This year, I, I just wanna remind us, uh, just very briefly, to stay the course. Check out Galatians chapter six, verses seven through 10. The Bible tells us that whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing. Um, it, it, it makes me nervous that this year we had a tough time fill, filling all the service spots. I mean, we always have a tough time every year. Um, everybody fills it in. Like everybody shows up last minute. Uh, we're, we, you know, if, if we were honest, the name of our church would not be Midtown Baptist Temple. It would be last possible minute Midtown Baptist Temple because that's how people roll. Um, but it does make me nervous. You know, what makes me nervous is that, that people get into kind of a rut of just taking things for granted. Um, you don't just attend my church. This is your church. I'm not responsible for this church to be everything that God's called it to be. You're responsible, right? You need to own it. It's like tonight, I walk in, we had to turn the air conditioning on on Sunday. Okay, why do we have to do that? Uh, it was getting hot and muggy, you know, it was raining, it was like spring on Christmas Eve. And, and nobody's thinking about the temperature. If people are out there doing this the whole time, they're not gonna be focused on 
the worship. And so what do I have to do? I gotta make sure that the building, that the building is distraction free. And so I, I, in the middle of the service, I ran back there and I switched it from heat to AC in December. December 24th, we had the, in both services, we had to do that. And uh, I forgot to switch it back. An hour before the service, I walk into the sanctuary. It's 52, 53 degrees in here. And the service starts in an hour. Like, okay. so I switched it back. Like, like, those are the kind of things that if you, you know, it's like they say in terms of terrorism, if you see something, say something. Okay, okay, you know, that's how distractions work. A distraction runs like a little terrorist and it's just pulling people off. It's like, man, it's hot in here, or man, it's freezing cold in here, and they're not thinking about the Word of God, they're thinking about their externals, and, and uh, man, we gotta, we, gotta, we gotta rip all those terrorists out, all those distractions out, so that the Word can have free course. Um, what happens is people, well, typically they'll, they'll engage and they'll run well for a little bit and then they'll get distracted and then pretty soon you're just coasting. Next thing you know, you're just going through the motions and the things that, that are the work of the ministry and the things that support the work of the ministry, uh, we need to keep making those investments. We need to not be weary in well-doing. Why? Because it pays off. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. And that starts this week with mission focus. Uh, we're gonna have a, a bunch of visitors with us all week. Um, make sure they have a place to sit, even if that means you need to stand in the back or you need to go to overflow, right? Make sure that, that um, uh, you know, they, they, they have what they need or they get what they came for. All right, now, um, we, we talk about this every year in some fashion. Uh, again, I'm just gonna go over this very briefly for, for those that are newer. What we're trusting the Lord to do is, if we're training and sending church, we're trusting to send proven fruitful leaders. So you're proven and you're fruitful here. Uh, if you're not proven and fruitful here, sending you someplace else isn't gonna magically change that. You wanna trust the Lord to hit on all eight cylinders right here in this local church ministry. And then we have some big drivers that we wanna send you with. In other words, the people that we send out, they're not gonna come up with their own mission, um, vision, and direction. They're not gonna come up with their own methodologies. We're sending people uh, with, with proven ministry tools and a proven ministry philosophy. And so if you can't get that here, well then don't count on us sending you out to do your own thing somewhere else, right? Find the church that will send you out to do what you want. The people that we're sending out, they're going to do there what we're doing here. Now the details may not be the same. Culturally, you're, everybody has to adjust and make, make, make shifts, but in terms of the, the, the big driver ministry tools and the philosophy of ministry, uh, they're proven. And so that's what we send people to reproduce. And then we're trusting the Lord to do that in target-rich environments. Uh, we wanna do that in key locations. Um, ideally places that have a, a strong international um, um, 
subset, you know, there's a, there's a larger subset of the community that is international. Um, and again, we've gone in, in, into that in depth in years past. You can, you can check, check that out. All right, now, this will never change. Corporate prayer is our number one priority in ministry because that's how we're winning souls. That's how we're making disciples. That's why we're training and sending leaders. God is answering prayer. Everything that God calls us to, it's beyond our capacity, but we have to trust the Lord. We absolutely have to trust the Lord to be fruitful and multiply, and so we pray. Um, we, wanna, we wanna trust the Lord for the reality of his word in our individual and corporate lives. And so uh, I, I can't urge it enough. You know, today's a weird day. We've got, yesterday was Christmas, today's Boxing Day, we've got people with belly aches today because they went crazy on eggnog and you know, you name it, and uh, just too many sweets. Uh, we've got, you know, weather changing, people with family, you know, it's just, it's, it's one of those times, but unless you're providentially hindered, uh, we need you at the, at the Tuesday night prayer ministry meeting, because this is when we come together and call on the Lord over a kingdom agenda. And the more unity that we have in prayer, the more we're gonna see in terms of answered prayer. Uh, so don't, don't discount that, that as our first priority. All right, now let's just take a look at the snapshot of where the ministry is at. In terms of discipleship, one, foundations one. Um, we've got 100, a total of 163 people discipling. Okay, 109 of those are disciplers and then 54 apprentices but it's 109 disciples. That's actually down a little bit from last year. Um, now, we have 197 trained and approved disciplers currently, almost 200 disciplers currently, but we're only discipling 109. We have 100, just over 100, 101 approved discipler apprentices. So that's 300 people that are approved to do the work of making disciples here in this local church ministry, 300. Um, and you know, it's interesting to me, that number, because I keep throwing this out and I just can't, I can't, we've never done this, but, but the question I keep coming back to is, in 2024, could we trust the Lord to win 300 people to Christ and begin discipling them in 2004? We could if we prayed fervently and effectually for the lost. Did you get that little yellow book? If you didn't get that little yellow book, you need to get it at the, um, at the counter. You wanna get Brian's book, just ask. It just came out, book on evangelism. You wanna pick that up this week. Did we, Brandon, we got a bunch of those? Yeah, so pick those up. If we run out, we'll order more. Um, one of the greatest synergistic fishing scenarios that we'll have as a local church is just right here on Sunday mornings. Uh, even Tuesday nights, if, if you will get full of faith and just keep inviting people to church, you're like, well, you guys are teaching the Bible and, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tons of cross-references, kind of hardcore, and man, it's just amazing how the Holy Spirit will just take a part of a message and drive it like a spike into the heart of a lost person. 
like they'll hear from the Lord. Okay, you wanna, you wanna be full of faith to invite them here. Um, and then whenever you see people responding to the gospel message, when you see them responding to the word of God, be bold, they're in church. Be bold to engage them in a gospel conversation. Uh, you, if you've not led anybody to the Lord yet, um, just, just be eager to engage people on Sundays and Tuesdays and you'll lead somebody to Christ this year uh, right here in this building. Uh, but then we've got, man, the evangelistic Bible studies, uh, hit the streets, your own personal witness. I, I think a church of over 700 people ought to easily be able to win and begin to disciple 300 people. We've never done that in a calendar year. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I, I want to trust the Lord for that. You know, praying for our services is so critical. Jeff coordinates prayer for our worship services on Sunday morning, and sometimes things get away from us. I, uh, I, can, get, I can get busy, and I can't get it all done, and I'm literally finalizing some last details all the way up until service starts. And it, I can't tell you how reassuring it is for me to know that people are meeting up front in the balcony uh, 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 up front before the service, before the Sunday morning service in the balcony. They're meeting and they're praying uh, for the word of God to have free course. It's so encouraging to me. It's so reassuring to me because I know God's gonna answer prayer. When Finney, the evangelist Finney, when his prayer group finally came to an end, he quit. Because, you know, I mean, here's a guy that's leading countless people to Christ in these evangelistic uh, uh, crusades and, and once, it, once his prayer warriors quit, uh, a lot of them passed on and, and the group disbanded and then he was done because he knew for a fact the key to the work getting done is God's people fervently praying in faith. If you can be here, just, I think, Jeff, it's uh, 8.15, every Sunday morning up in the balcony. Uh, you know, Jeff, if we get a bunch of people, don't try to pray in a big group. Just break people up to pray in pairs or trios or quartets, all right? But, um, Come and pray, and then the cool thing about that is if you come to church a little bit early and pray, not only is God gonna answer those prayers, but he's actually gonna answer them through you. So what you then do is now you're a shark swimming the MBT waters looking for fresh meat. And then you introduce yourself, you get to know them, you help them get plugged in, introduce them to other people. What are you doing? You're trusting God to plug them in. Invite them back, build a relationship with the people that God's adding to this church daily such as should be saved. You know how many days there are in a year? 300 is an easy target. I mean, again, I don't know why that's just 300 stuck in my craw, but, but there it is. Um, we have to pray. I think the workforce to do it is there. All right, LFBI. In F1 and F2, we've got uh, or I'm sorry, F2 and F3, we've got 70 people. We're projecting 65 new disciples from this current batch of, foundation, of foundations training. And then um, in LFBI, MBT has uh, over 270 students in the Bible school. And so that's encouraging. Uh, that is 
that is, I think, up a little bit for us. Let's talk about the Bible school for a second. Uh, this year, at l- this year, 592 stud- students took at least one class from the Bible school. So that's an almost 20% increase in student activity uh, or in the, in, in the growth in terms of number of students in the student body. That's incredible. Uh, the, Bible school, the Bible school keeps growing. Um, it keeps, we, we have to keep adding workers to keep up with it. Now the credit hours overall are down a little bit. It's actually an 8.4% decrease. A uh, total of 1,911 credit hours were taken, which I think is actually a good sign because what that means is hopefully we have fewer students bombing out classes because they, they overcommitted, right? Again, the goal of LFBI isn't to see how quick you can get through it, it's to see how thoroughly it can get worked out in you. That's the goal. Um, those students, those 592 students, came from 71 churches. That's just over a 4% increase in the number of churches sending students to the Bible school. Uh, we brought in almost 93,000 in donations. That's a 20%, almost 20% increase. And then the same amount in tuition, and that's an over 30% increase. Uh, in, in tuition, which means we're giving away fewer classes. Praise the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so sign up. You want to you wanna sign up and, 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 and take at least one class. If you have the capacity to take more, do it. Uh, go to lfbi.org and you can sign up online. Okay, mission trips. Let's talk about mission trips. We had 140, 141 people go on one of 27 different mission trips uh, over the last calendar year. 12 of that, 120, uh, that 141 moved permanently. They, they moved. It's a long-term mission trip. So Andrew and the team, uh, they are in Asia now today. They were sent out this year. We had 14 big trips with a total of 91 people on those trips. We had five short stays where people were, you know, were staying um, um, uh, over, over a short term uh, for, 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 for missions investment, and that was 14 people. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, we had five total short stay trips. That's what it was. And the short, the short stay, Chris, that's like when you and Christine go and spend a month, Larry and Anita go and spend a month in Nairobi. So it was 14 people did that, did a... You've got it labeled short stay, but it's actually, it's, it's not like moving, but kind of almost for a month, yeah, month or two. Uh, we had seven two-by-two two trips with 22 people taking two-by-two two trips, and then two people took a work trip. Uh, so, man, praise the Lord. That is down just a little bit from last year, but uh, this year you're going to have an opportunity uh, to jump in. Now, if you go to mbtkc.org and you click on about, and then there's a missions, uh, it's, it's called Our Mission under the About tab. Uh, you can sign, look at all these trips that are available for you. You can sign up, you don't have to wait till the end of Mission Focus. You can sign up for a trip now. Uh, oh, look, there's more. <laughs> there are plenty of opportunities all over the calendar year and all over the world for you to get involved. And again, the goal is, I'm asking that everyone look at those trips 
Even if you know for a fact this, is, this isn't your year, you know for a fact you can't go, you can still own it. You can still own one of these trips. You can faithfully pray for it. You can give, you can contribute uh, to the work, right? You can stay involved, you can stay in the know. Uh, there may be ways for you to support those ministries or those trips right here from Kansas City. And so I want to, every, if you're a member of Midtown Baptist Temple, you want to own one of these trips. Everything from praying to giving to preparing and going, uh, on, you know, whatever that looks like in terms of the mix for you, you ought to know in your heart before the Lord, this is my trip. Right? This is the mission field that I'm, 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 I'm supporting and I'm trusting the Lord uh, uh, to, to be a blessing and a benefit to over the next calendar year. Um, with that, let's again talk about us as individual ministers. Uh, we have to, you know, if we're not going to grow weary in well-doing, we have to keep the vision, the mission, and the work before our brothers and sisters don't make the mission something that the pastors, only the pastors are championing. Uh, you, wanna, you wanna own that responsibility to keep the Great Commission in front of your brothers and sisters in Christ. I mean, you, the, the cry of our heart should be, can you see what we see? We see God calling us to rock the nations from the hood. That's what we see. The judgment seat of Christ is on the line. Romans 14 verse 12 says, so then, Every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. So what that means, you know, it's not just the pastors doing it. No, you're thinking like a pastor. And you're helping to plug people into the mission. You say, well, I don't know if I would do that very well. To whatever extent you do that, that is a massive win because that's that, that's that much more investment in the work of the ministry that the pastor could never accomplish. Because you can, only you can do what only you can do. And so you want to, you wanna, like the pastors, you want to own the responsibility of the ministry as the Lord tarries. Man, we can't forget there's so much work that can be done. So we need to do it. I mean, who is attending Midtown Baptist Temple? You've been attending and you're, you're still not supporting the discipleship ministry. You need to plug in. Identify the people that are just attending and they're still not a part. They're not being disciple. They're not part of the discipleship ministry. Help them find a fit. Join with us in multiplying this local church ministry around the world. Uh, don't, don't settle for anything less. I'm telling you, tomorrow we're going to be standing at the judgment seat of Christ and we're going to give an account for what we did with our life. And if you've got reasons and excuses for why you couldn't bear fruit, I mean, if you've got those today, you're not gonna have the guts to utter them tomorrow. They will feel like, they will sound like, they will look like, you will know they are nothing when you get to the judgment seat of Christ. God bought you with a price, so glorify God in your body and your spirit because they're not yours, it's the Lord's. So how, steward, how are you investing your time, your talent, your treasure, how are you investing the whole of your life so that, it, so that fruit, in some way, fruit or the supporting of fruit is the outcome. With all my heart, I'm desperate that you'd have fruit, some part in our fruit at the judgment seat of Christ. Man, the Lord bless you. You're gonna give an account. 
you're gonna have to answer to the one who died for you, you know, over how you lived and invested the life that he gave you. Now this fall we'll give the budget up, or this spring rather, we'll give the budget update. Um, you know, praise the Lord. Here's what I want us to do. Let's have a short season of prayer. I mean, very short. I want everybody to grab a prayer partner and we ought to just thank God for the fruit from 23. And then we ought to call on and trust God for more fruit in 24. And after a short season of prayer,